It's official. One Shining Podcast is back, and I am your host, Tate Frazier. And as March Madness begins, we're covering everything from Selection Sunday all the way to the championship and beyond. We're going to have great guests that are coming through on the show. And look, if you're a friend of the program and you're already subscribed, you don't have to do anything. OSP is back. It's going to be right back in your feed. And if you're not a friend of the program and this is your first time on the rodeo, then let me tell you this. You need to go to Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts and smash subscribe today because the OSP show is back. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Experience the thrilling burst of delicious cherry flavor with the crisp and refreshing Pepsi Wild Cherry. Also available in zero sugar, diet, and mini cans. Pepsi Wild Cherry is the perfect way to indulge your wild side. From a Friday night binge watch to a raucous evening of pizza and sweatpants with your friends, Pepsi Wild Cherry lets everyone get wild their way. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9. With available all-wheel drive that sets the pace and seating for up to seven adults. With zero to 60 speed that throws you one moment and available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability, no system no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to The Pod Has Spoken. We are the majority of the way through season 44 already. I'm here with my The Pod Has Spoken co-host, Riley McAtee. Riley, what's up, dude? Uh, what's up, man? How's it going? Great. How are you? Uh, I'm, I'm good. I'm, uh, you know, my NBA team, the Kings, are in the playoffs for the first time in a gazillion years. Oh, yeah, years. like and we so haven't heard like- from every Kings fan on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, you've, you, yeah. If you've been reading my tweets, I'm sorry. It's it's just a constant stream, but that's how I deal with the anxiety. You know, it's very stressful. You turn to Twitter. You th- that's what people do. So that's like I just fire them off. Yeah. So anytime you're like this wackadoo is tweeting wackadoo stuff, it's because that that's yeah. that are just you know their anxiety is forcing them to tweet. It's self care. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess that ju- justifies a lot of weird tweets throughout the ages then. We are here with one of the new era of survivors, standout characters from season 42, Drea Wheeler, new mom as well. Drea, what's up? Hey, yes, I am all about hashtag mom life, but also working. So I'm happy we finally got to do this. Yeah, that's a modern mom, isn't it? Working and being a mom right off the bat. 100%. And how are you coping with the balance? Um, I'm finally getting my swing of things. Like I'm back with like my key clients. I'm loving mom life. I'm super chill and ready for this chit chat. This is like the first non-baby chit chat I've had in a while. Oh, I, I didn't want, I don't want to ruin anything for you, <laughs> but all my notes here, I have 
as <laughs> pertaining to motherhood and baby. Like that's the end of each question. So uh, I'll have to revise that real quick here. Like you have my undivided attention. This is awesome. Okay, perfect. Perfect. Then I'll, uh, yeah, I won't say as pertaining to motherhood at the end of, of every question here. The episode was pretty good. What did you think? I thought the episode was good. My two favorite characters are Yami and Caroline. Okay. I think that's that's either everyone agrees with you or everyone totally disagrees with I you. I know. Like they're very polarizing. I Although I think Jam Jam, I'm not seeing much dislike for him, really. But uh, Carolyn is very pol- polarizing. Like you love her or you, hate her. you can't stand her. Yeah, 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 yeah. I totally get that. I just find that She's the only one that's out of the box and she's playing with her heart, which is how I did. I played like it is what it is. And I think she's going to surprise us. But Jam Jam, I just like how he's vindictive he is. <laughs> yeah, it's very spiteful. I always say like, <laughs> the only reason I ever say yes to go back on shows is out of spite for the people who don't get invited back. So right off the very first step for me is out of spite. I'm like 100% on that one. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm so spiteful. <laughs> <laughs> I've tried not to be, but I'm like, whatever. I it can't is what help it. it. I'm too competitive. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I see you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And even and sometimes it's just like, okay, just not right now, Tyson. Just play the long game. It'll all come back and I'll have my chance to get this person. So, you know, there's lots of ways to go about it. I said, I'm I, just like you on that. I'm just, I'm going, when I get back on there, because I'm, I'm telling uh-huh. you, I'm going to get back on there. I'm going to have to keep telling myself, be cool, Duran. Be cool. But yeah. no, it's not going to happen. <laughs> That's okay. As long as you can convince yourself and others that it's also strategic, it's fine. <laughs> I'll do that. It's like, it's pure strategy. It's, it's my pure game strategy, play, guys. Like 100%. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm convinced everybody to go for Kane out of strategy, <laughs> even though Kane really posed little threat. I know. I was surprised, actually. That I was too. I was very surprised. A huge misdirect, right? I was like, right? What? are they yeah. doing and then also poor jamie like never give your idol away what are you doing <laughs> but it's a fake idol it might know, actually save still, her in the long might, run her mindset survivor's all about your mind that's true you know what i mean so like even in that like she's deflated so you think that like let's say this fake idol thing keeps happening and these fake idols come into play. But as long as you as a player can convince yourself it's a real idol, you're going to play better because you have what you think. 100%. That's awesome. Yeah, it's a placebo idol. I think it's the best twist in this game that they've done. I kept on saying, and I said to the producers when I left, and I was very, very upfront that I was like, players like me, will not be able to win in a new era until they start switching things up. Because if we're out there and we're just playing hard, 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 the game is so fast that you're going to get sent home and the goats will win. That's just how it is. And so I find that this twist makes people play a savage game because their mindset is that they're protected and that's what you want, right? So I'm all for it. Yeah. Interesting. Is there any other twists you could introduce that would bring that same mindset without being too powerful? I don't know. I think that it has to be powerful in order for people to play a game without any kind of... Well, I mean, like you look at this, you look at the super idol that Tony won with and you could play it after oh. the votes were read. 
it's so powerful, but it's like too powerful because then nobody wants to waste a vote knowing that one vote has to just, you just have to kill it. I don't know about in that. In order to flush it. But I think what they should do is bring the shot in the dark, have it to where people can play it after the votes as well. Because we for, oh. we forget about it. Like I totally, when I had my, when I got voted out, I honestly yeah. forgot about the shot in the dark. Like you're thinking about everything else and it's so new to the game that you're just like, Oh, the rock. Like you just forget about it. So it would be cool if they had that post. That's interesting, actually. Yeah. Instead of foregoing your vote and having to have like a plan in play, just like whoever's voted out gets a one in six shot of being immune. I think that's what would change it because you're taking that shot, but you still aren't guaranteed that you're going to be safe. So then would you play to flush people? Well, you couldn't flush them then. So everybody would get one opportunity to roll the dice. Exactly. And that's worth it. So that would change the game a lot too. But then every single ep- every single episode would end with someone playing that. So, but you only have one time to play it. So eventually, yeah. and I don't think everyone's going to play it because if you're, if you really know what's going on in a game, you know where the votes are going to go, right? So it's really the right. players that are in like the hole. So I think that that would definitely change it. You'd have to split the votes every single time. Which means that you have to play strategically, right? So if you know that could be you, let's split the votes. And then I'm going to play it regardless at the end because I know that the votes would be going this way. Dre, I'm trying to get on board with you here, <laughs> but it's... <laughs> I'm just thinking. I like so now... my side. <laughs> I think once somebody got the votes on them and they used it and it worked, then they wouldn't have their shot in the dark. Correct. So they're just the obvious, obvious target at the yeah, next one. Right. So it's like, oh, then we can get somebody out but the game and not have to worry. So, you know what I mean? Like, I always said that if, I, if I'm if i out there and I get through it, if I play my idol, whatever, the game is reset. You have so much time to persuade others. Like, if you're a good player, you're like, I'm back on it. I got another life, right? So Yeah, if you can get three extra days, it's everything. That's what I mean. Yeah, so... Yeah. That's everything. If I could just get saved this one time, I'm going to go twist it up when I get back in there. That's how I would always see it. Even in the 26-day game, you felt like you had plenty of time for a reset between each tribal? 100%. Because all you're doing is playing. We don't really get to know each other. Mm. When I would say, I don't know these people, I don't know these people. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like The whole game is just strategic play because it's moving so fast. So... Yeah, it would actually be even more intense. So That's interesting because that's how a returning season versus an original 39-day season, you got to know people on the 39-day season. The first day, I mean, like the first three days, you don't have anything. And so you always got to know these people. But then the first time I went back on Heroes versus Villains, I like looked around and I was like, nobody wants to know anybody. And everybody's here just for business. And it was like a totally different feeling. So that's interesting that you say that like the personal bonds weren't maybe created because there was the gameplay was too elevated it's it's exactly that you get to know people post game but during the game no there's really because everyone's lying so you know you don't really get that time to like fill it out and especially after the merge everyone's coming in and it's just chaotic it's just chaotic we were wishing i remember i was talking to a few players post that are close to me i was like i wish i got the chance to play the regular survivor so that we could have a bit more social game involved in it 
instead of just all strategic planning, just random stuff happening here and there. So let me ask you this then, how does that affect your relationship with these people? Because from my perspective, I'm seeing these recent seasons and a lot of the cast is very, very close. And they're even cheering for each other to win challenges. And like when they exit, they aren't that salty. Is that like just like the new like spirit of Survivor, you have to do that? Or is there something to that? I think that's BS. People were salty okay. AF when they got here. <laughs> okay. That's what you think. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm seeing these people's exit and all of them are just like, Me? you know what? I'm just happy no, for the experience. Dead. I'm I so... like, what the fuck? You know? It's yeah. a billion dollars, right? But... Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's still a game. And I definitely wasn't rooting for people like, yay, beat me. No. Yeah. I was out there looking for advantages. So um, I do think that there are really hardcore um, super fans on who are like intense in the seasons. Like, um, so that changes it a bit. Oh, you were about to name names. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so that changes it a bit <laughs> this ain't my first rodeo <laughs> okay <laughs> okay and so for the people who are going in who have good social games it's kind of difficult for them to actually build bonds with others because some are really clearly just like thinking like yeah I'm I'm a super fan and I have to count. I have to like check all these boxes and do all these things. And then it's it's interesting. Right. Yeah. And, and that is true. Like everybody's like, oh, my survivor bucket list. Yeah. I got this check mark. And I was like, I'd rather just take the million. Right? I don't care about any check saying. mark on the bucket list. I'm climbing trees, looking for like idols. People are sleeping. I'm like looking around, seeing like what's up. Like it was a different kind of game. Like it's, it's interesting. How surprised were you that Danny's plan last week actually worked to get Brandon out? I wasn't that surprised. No. No. It, I mean... It was one big guy getting out another big guy. You know? So other people were like, yeah. we'll sacrifice one, but like we have our eyes on this one next. So he's got to go next. So, no, I wasn't surprised. So just such an obvious target 100%. it made sense. And then there okay. can't be two big guys there, right? So... Yeah, not at the merge. That one I found a bit predictable. I I just have always been like putting your trust in so many people. It's gone badly for me personally because people, you know, I was yeah. on the wrong side of splitting a vote that then I didn't split and then that was bad. So I can see how it goes bad, but it like went like exactly to perfection. But now we have this 333 tribe mm-hmm. split. Is that important? Like cuz I've gotten to merges where nobody cares about that. I think it's important. I've also yeah. Yeah. In my season, our t- our team was just a shit show. So like we were all separated, going different ways. But I I genuinely believe that if we had stuck together, um, Ika, it would have changed the entire merge game. You have to stick with your people, and just try to persuade that one person to come over. Why couldn't you stick together? What like what what would have needed to happen for that to to take place? I think the personalities that were on my season were just too savage. Like there's no, okay. especially on my team, everyone was out to play. So people were just, they weren't thinking about the long game. It was just short, 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 short. And then we all ended up <laughs> gone. Gone. Yeah. Which is, yeah, I mean, but that, that happens. But also like, if you look at it, you're like, okay, 
there's four of us going in and only one of us is winning and one of us isn't even making finals. There's five, whatever the number is. And at some point, the person who doesn't feel like they're on the top of that thing is going to go a different direction. Right. No. So that's the balance. That's the balance. Every time you get to emerge is like, am I right? (laughs) (laughs) Because I've had people propose to me and be like, we're the final eight. And you're like, yeah, that's all well and good. (laughs) If you're on the top of the eight, that makes a lot of sense for you. Who's controlling this thing right now. I get it, but it doesn't make sense for me. Like that's, so like I would yeah. be one hundred percent. Like every time they're like, Drea, it's the five of us. I'm like, bitch, I know I'm not really in there. But like yeah. trying to figure out where you can go. And ideally, like people at the bottom would want to like work with you, but people are malnourished, thinking like they're 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 like not thinking right and no one's really it is what it is, you would think. But yeah, it's easy to watch the game and say that like this person's so stupid for doing that. But like, it's so easy. It's so easy to watch and be like, "Why did you flip? You had a solid five. It's like you don't know it was a solid five in the moment. Like you don't know. The only person you know is yourself, right? Exactly. And and then we you're only just have reacting to, to try to flip people, right? Yeah. And sometimes not even a full day because some people are gone um, on rewards and whatnot. So it right. could be the people you want to talk to and then they come back and then it's just like, it's the evening and then you're gone the next day. So we really yeah. don't have that much time to do anything in this new, this new game. It sucks. You just got to act fast and then yeah. just pedal to the metal. But if you act too fast, you look paranoid and everyone yeah. sees you. You know what I mean? You can try to go yeah. talk to someone and then you have like six camera guys following you and everyone's like, oh, they're talking. <laughs> <laughs> something's important they have a ton of cameras yeah. on them. i mean we picked up on that too it's funny that you say that because you could be talking about nothing and nobody cares and the second you're like hey strategy all the cameras yeah. pop up the like, like camera guy wakes up from oh, a nap he's like ah, yeah they're talking Those people and at night never the lights yeah. at night the lights from the cameras pop on as you're t- talking in the That's bushes why I, didn't sleep. I would just be like yeah. Where are those lights? Yeah. yeah, I get it. It's uh, And that's like one of the other factors of the show is being able to position yourself to talk to people where the cameras aren't a dead giveaway for people. Right. Because, I mean, they are capturing a TV show. Uh, so you have to it, be strategic even that way. And it's just so yes. hard with the new game because you only have those little seconds here and there. So yeah, it's difficult. We get the scramble the scramble for the new idol since danny played his there's a new idol out there and everybody's looking i respect that i think you have to I at some point that. yeah one or two people starts looking yeah. it's just like okay game on we're all looking but i'm that bold character that would be like let's go look you'd start it yeah like why are we sitting here <laughs> one of us needs to find it i'm gonna go look do you guys want to look because we need to go do something like i'm not gonna just sit here and look at you we came here to play do you think that matters uh, based on who you are and your perceived uh, level in the game? The last time I was on the show, I felt so much heat for even like leaving the camp. So I just was like, I'll just lay down in the camp. It's the only <laughs> thing that I can do where people's neck hairs aren't bristling. I, I get where you're coming from, but... Who cares? I didn't care. Yeah, yeah, I, I, because uh, someone's gonna get it. Like I remember at the summit, 
we, someone came to the beach and they were like, oh, someone needs to go. I was like, I'm going to go. And then everyone's like, you want to go? I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. I'll come back. I'll tell you guys what happened. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, I want to go. I want to go. People want to play. They're just afraid to play because, but it's like, if you're not going to put yourself out there to get advantages, then you might as well go home. That's how I find. Like, I'm so tired of people being in this game and not doing anything. Like, let's go. Like, it's only so long, you know? Okay. Yeah. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) So, so you go back. So we were on season 46. You're just hitting the beach, looking for every single advantage you can find. Uh, taking every opportunity anytime Jeff's like, there's a special thing. You're like, I don't care what it is, Jeff, I'm up. The difference is that everyone's like that now. Now, yeah. So it's like, it's just who can get it faster or who's quicker to. So that's the thing. Do you like the the journeys? Do you, do you think those are a good, uh, a good spot in the show? Like from a player standpoint, when you were in that, did you, did you like it? No, it was fucking exhausting. they didn't show the part where we're like looking for food for like 20 minutes i like looked under things i was like what i just yeah for almost two hours and then there's nothing here for me no it's it was hard it was very very hard and then you don't really i was trying to get so much out of the other players no one's giving you anything really so it's like okay and then you go back down and then it's like, you can lose a boat. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think the new twist that they, they've done recently where people can get food, it's much better. Um, but my season, it's, it just sucked. Okay. So you like this new season where it's, yeah. sometimes it's an idol, sometimes it's food, yeah. sometimes it's an advantage, sometimes it's a lose your vote. Also, it okay. helps the people that go, right? Because now yeah, that if it's something different yeah. every time. Yeah, it was always so predictable. We knew what, what if you went there, you knew what the person coming back was going to be having. But now it's like you have no idea what they're coming back with or without. Pretty much. Yeah, because I, I, I mean, we had, we had Exile Island on one season, and it is it's a disadvantage to go because you leave the all of your tribe, but there could be a benefit in going if there's a prize at the end of it. Right. What's more important, the prize or staying with the majority? The prize, because the majority is probably going to go against you anyways, regardless. Okay. Yeah. So you may as well have the prize. Yeah, exactly. Have the protection, have the prize. Look, I always saw it that you have to build relationships and that at least like that one person that you have, you guys are working together. It's not just you making these moves. There are other big players making big moves as well. So if you can just work the game and play the game every day is different so that's how i saw the game of survivor like tomorrow it's going to be different this person may hate this person because they snored loud last night so like maybe i could work on that right this person like pissed this other person off because they ate the last bit of rice in the bowl okay let me hit up that person so it was always changing so i was just trying to really stay aware of like who hated who on what given day, pretty much. Was it anticlimactic to see Heidi find the idol? Yes. I mean, that music was telling me it was going to be Kane or Danny. I it just so kept too. getting 
faster and faster. And you were like, this is a turning point in the game. This is going to change the outcome (laughs) here. I thought it was going to be Danny because of the way the edit that they were giving him. I thought he was going to find the idol afterwards, right? So then when she found it, I was like, oh. Yeah, he was like, I'm putting in the work. (laughs) So you're like, okay, if you're putting in the work, everything I've been taught my whole life is if you put in the work, (laughs) you earn the thing at the end. No, that was And then the music, even the music was like... I really thought he was going to find it. I was like, oh, snap, he's going to find it. And he didn't. Flash to Kane, flash to Danny, flash to Kane, flash to Danny, flash to Kane, flash to Danny, flash to Kane, flash to Danny. Heidi. But it wasn't even like an exciting Heidi. It was like a boring... You could tell that they weren't good either. That was very... Yeah. They're disappointed. Because I was watching and I was like, oh, they're not even really giving it that much play either. Odd, you know? Yeah. Weird. Yeah. And that's how I felt. Yeah, too. I felt the same way. I did notice the, the the music. If the music had done something else, I think I would have been a bit more excited about it. But they're like, oh. yeah, like, it's it's crazy that the Survivor music can do that. And I think that's part of their trickery mm-hmm. to the viewers in like getting the viewer to believe one thing and then doing the next. It's like ingrained in us over 20 years of watching survivor we know how the music is supposed to go when somebody who's right in the middle of it, mm-hmm. it finds an idol or even the and edit. that's what we were expecting yeah you're like oh this yeah heidi finds an idol yay i know nobody cares <laughs> nobody cares riley did you care about this uh she's probably not my first choice for who i wanted to find that idol i was surprised <laughs> i'll say it <laughs> yeah um, but you gotta give it to her. She's found a few now. You know what I mean? She's like yeah. out there working it. She's underrated. And I respect that. Like she's putting in the work to find stuff. And no one knows that she has it, which I This is the very first time respect. since right when you said that, Drea, that I thought Heidi maybe can win this thing. Mm-hmm. Like this is in since the first episode to now. I've never thought that not one time. You gotta give it to her. If she's not telling you yeah, one. Okay. Even I, I fucked up and told someone about my advantage and then I went home and like the first thing she said is no one's gonna know about it. So yeah. she could. What do you think the chances of her not telling someone actually are? I think that she'll actually keep it to herself. I think okay. that seeing so many people get slaughtered in the new era, including myself, uh, people should learn to not tell anyone, even I wouldn't have even told my my closest person. If Romeo hadn't been there with me when I found it, I would not have told about the item. Okay. Ever. So you wouldn't have told anybody. So you would have been... Because I get it. Like, I've not told people about stuff too. But in Survivor, when you have nobody and nothing... That's why I told the one person about my advantage. Yeah, it feels like, good to tell somebody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I got this thing, guys. No, and it could help like both that. of us, maybe. Yeah. Like, it's hard. It's so hard. Yeah, like, yeah. I get that. I get that. But again, that's how I messed up, too. But I totally feel you because I was just like, come on. Let's. Yeah. Let's, let's celebrate together <laughs> for my good fortune. Yeah. <laughs> Such an idiot. <laughs> Like, help me, you can't help, help it. Help me get a little stronger in this game, Ron. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and will you clap for me? Because I got this thing. Come on, we're allies. Why wouldn't you also be happy oh, for me? Oh, so stupid. Yeah. You, it's so hard to not do that, though. It's so hard because you have nothing out there. Like you're so deprived of everything. Yep. So the second you get your hands on a little shiny trinket, 
you want to share it with the person you that, that you think. Yeah, and you know that you're like, people are coming for you. You're just like, what yeah. can we do together with this information? Like, come on, let's help each other yeah. out, you know? Yeah. It's in our best benefit to work together. Right. For them, they're like, it's in my best benefit to get you out. <laughs> yeah, to get rid of what you have. Exactly. So, yeah. Uh, speaking of the camp life and the social stuff, we do get a little camp life thing here that we have a very slow moment with the tribe kind of socializing, painting the flag. And Carolyn shares her. Well, first of all, how does she pronounce S, the letter S? Ass. Was she saying ass yeah, every time? Ass. I thought she was saying ass. <laughs> and she thinks she's right. She thinks she's like, that's how it's always been said. So I like her. Oh. Yeah, yeah. She brings some like <laughs> I laugh at <laughs> but she's dead. So, serious, like yeah, she's serious. Yeah. So, so let me ask you this, because you you are saying you love Carolyn. I do, I do. If you were on a season with her, on a tribe with her, would you two be allies? Probably not. No. And why is that? If I had played my season with her. She would just to be too much of a like a, a wild, a wild character. Like I need to, like, yeah. I need to know like what's going on. Yeah, in <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. I I also think I would. I I love watching yeah. her on the show. Yeah, I think being on an island yeah. with her, it's totally I, different. I would have a very difficult time. Yeah, it's yeah. totally different. Like I actually, am, I probably still want to get to know her post game, but during game, it's just like yeah, yeah. Uh, what's, what are you thinking about right now? And is it strategic? And is it, yeah, yeah. I would have, I would have a very hard time. And are you going to do what you're actually telling me you're going to do? She's actually strong and she has a strength in that aspect where like people aren't really taking her seriously, but that could be in her benefit. She, I can see her going farther because of that. But for me, yeah. and she fair. talks about that. Yeah. Yeah. She talks about that. She's, uh, she talks about her uh, struggle with addiction. She's 13 years sober out there on the show. It's quite a juxtaposition from when she started. And she was like, I'm weird. Nobody gets me. I don't have anybody. And they had like these little clips of her like trying to fit in and nobody like really giving anything mm -hmm. back to her to now she's like running yeah. like a weird kids workshop where she's like, who's weird? Everybody raise your hand if you're weird. And yeah. everybody except for Danny, who's uh, absent, is like, I'm weird. It's funny you say that because when we first started watching um, the season, my husband and I were like talking about her and we're like, she's underrated because with all the trials and tribulations that she's been through, she's probably seen a few sketch people and has had to like read certain personalities a certain way. And she can probably tell that someone's lying to her easily, you know, or more so than others because of her experiences and like what she does. So I believe that she could be someone who can actually go really far because of her intellect and, and how people's behaviors affect like their ways of telling the truth or, or lying. So I think she's going to surprise us. Yeah. I, I mean, I think she's already surprised us somewhat. Yeah. You think she's surprising us all the way to the win? Yeah. But okay, that's also a, all the way to the win. Really? No, I'm asking you because you said you think she's going to surprise us. And I'm saying she's already surprised the majority of the audience yeah. in in her gameplay and what she's thinking and how she's maneuvered. 
you think she's going to surprise us even further. I do. I really do. I'm trying not to even look at spoilers. I don't know what's happening. I really want to see this game as it plays and whatnot. And I think that she could go far. I want her to go far because of her personality. How easy is it to find spoilers? I mean, I have friends who played Survivor, so it's pretty easy. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And you're right in it. That's, that is true. Yeah. I think when I come off a season recently, the other people kind of connect with you and you can hear. Yeah. And to, I'm like right? very yeah. like intentional with everyone. I'm like, don't ruin this for me. Like I want to like live it out as if I didn't play so like when I didn't play Survivor and you had to guess what was happening. Like I'm enjoying the season. Okay. Yeah. I I like it too. We get this human moment of her with the flashback and everything like that. I'm like, okay, this is set up for a good little I mean they've done this with a lot of people. Yeah. And it's either uh good for them or very, very bad for them. Yeah. It's either like a send off goodbye, here's your farewell, or it's a build up in to in their character arc and their season arc. And I thought it was gonna be this a was goodbye, obviously that. But you thought it, she was out after this? Yeah. I was like, oh. But then she's still there. I'm like, oh, so she's yeah. gonna be here for a while if they're trying yeah. to like give us a bit more about of intellect about her past, right? So yeah. interesting. Yeah, I thought that I, I never thought it was a send off. I always thought it was a build up to more from Carolyn. I was like hoping we could get like a crazy surprise at the the, at the tribal council. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we kind of we got a misdirect. Yeah. We get this tree mail that hints at negotiating for rice. You're out there, Drea, <laughs> dumping rain. You get this mail on day 16 or 17, whatever it is. And you haven't gone to the challenge yet. I'm getting the rice. What are your feelings? I'm getting You're getting rice? rice? I can't eat You're coconut. You're figuring out how to... I'm allergic okay. to coconut. You are? Yes. I'm so, starving. <laughs> so you're eating nothing out nothing, there. Nothing, okay? I can't eat oh, coconut. Man. I'm allergic to seaweed, coconut and seaweed, the two main MFers that are out there. Wait, you guys were eating seaweed? Some people were eating the seaweed. Yeah, we were desperate, man. It was desperate. Man, I bet they were getting the worst diarrhea. Big time. Seaweed. Yeah. Yeah. That's like... Like, you could see, like, the brown stuff when they went into the water. I'm just joking. (laughs) See? See? I'm drinking coconut water here. I love No, I died. I would die. So that's why I was the first person that was like, I'm sitting out. Yeah. Even if it's just a cup of rice for me, I need to eat, like... My body had gone into like ketosis. Like I was starving. And when they would complain about eating coconut all the time, I was like, yeah. bruh, eat the coconut. You can eat something at least, you know? I hadn't eaten anything. One season we had people that were like complaining how the rice was cooked. <gasps> yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, we're not a Michelin restaurant out here, guys. Let's just like get it into our tummies. That's the goal. I was begging to eat dirt at one point. I was like, I feel like there's minerals in like the dirt in production. Yeah, but that's not they're like that's not calories. Though. I don't care. It's just like the <laughs> something to fill. <laughs> and then, uh, it may be. there was one time work. where they got fish and we had uh-huh. pots. We had a coconut pot and a non-coconut pot. And Jonathan had gotten fish and he brought it back. And the people who were cooking the the meals put all the fish in the coconut pot. So I couldn't eat anything. And you're that allergic that like uh, brushing up on a coconut is going to make you break out. I could not eat it. So they had all, so they could, they ate mine. And I'm like, to this day, I'm like, they did that on purpose. More more fish for them. It's smart gameplay. For sure. They did that on purpose. And I was just like, yeah. 
<laughs> okay, so you're sitting out for rice the second I'm you get I'm sitting this. out for rice. I'm out there. How are you convincing others? Because Danny, it seems like he had convinced everyone to play, which I was looking at. I was like, this is a strategic moment here mm-hmm. for, for people in on either side. Like if Danny's feeling fine, then it's best for his game to make sure no one's eating. Right. Right. So he's like, man up. We only are here once. And every he convinced everybody leaving. We there, did but- it that we wouldn't vote them out. If you sat out, yeah. you were safe. Like you. I mean, name, they said that here too. Your name. Yeah. But like we were so hungry that we didn't have. Yeah. They're finding like papayas and they're finding all this food. <laughs> Yeah, some. It's not good, but it's food. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't have any of that. Like, so for us, it was real talk. We were like, you're safe. Like, we need something in our food, in our bellies. Danny, I feel like he played it smart. I don't know how he convinced them to sit out. Like, the strongest guy convinced everyone that they didn't. He didn't want him to see. He didn't want them to sit out. Yeah. He was telling everybody not to, but but then when they did. That's the way that they do it. They're like, yeah. You know? Yeah. So you think that was reverse psychology where he was like, Nobody sit out. Hundred percent. He was just trying to make the reason his reasoning for not sitting out justified. Okay, so he could stay in, yeah. and everyone like, else I could do what they wanted. Not to sit out, so yeah. you can't blame me for not doing it. Like it was your choice. Yeah, I mean, I guess that yeah, that is true. Uh, then everybody looks to him, and he's like, "No, you already heard my spiel. I'm not sitting out, no matter what. And if you want to, that's on you. I'll eat your rice, though." Yeah, actually, smart. Yeah. Have you done a challenge in the pouring rain like that? Yes. And? It sucked. <laughs> it's I like the worst thing on Survivor. I remember what happened. I got there. It's like, it's, it's, I say, so when my doctor asked me recently after giving birth, was it harder than Survivor? And I said, no. <laughs> Survivor was harder than giving birth. Because there was a- So that's what you think. The hardest thing a man can do is play survivor honestly it's the closest me, thing to childbirth because i knew that once i got her out it was finished you know yeah. like i could worry about like the end game like we're gonna she's out she's out survivor yeah. when it's raining you literally don't know when it will stop raining like it's just continuous and it just goes and goes and goes and then they're like oh we have a challenge and you're just putting wet clothes on and wet socks and wet shoes and then i remember Jeff was like, we're going to start in the water. And I was excited about starting in the water because I was just like, maybe the water will be a little warm. <laughs> it's not, you're going to be wet in the water. So, you, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and was it better? In the water, we were all like moving and like Romeo was like floating away. We were trying to get Romeo because he was like going away. <laughs> we couldn't start until Romeo got back. And we like saw Romeo like going in the waves, but we were all just like warm in the water. And then as soon as you got out, you're just like hit with like, oh, it's cold. It sucks. It sucks. Yeah. Survivor's hotter than giving birth. Hands down. Okay, good. You heard it here first. Yeah. Yeah. I think that rain really sucks on Survivor. Yeah. But doing challenges in the rain is the worst part of the rain because you can hide a little bit at camp or huddle in like a human ball with everybody else and get some warmth that way. But then when they're like, okay, it's challenge time. You got to stand out here for an indefinite amount of time (laughs) while Jeff talks to you. And you're just like, I'm just getting colder. Yeah. And your all of your clothes are getting wetter and wetter. Attention to him. That's the hardest part is like, like, I remember I was like, 
what did he say? And they're like, shh, be quiet. I'm like, who can hear what he's saying? The rain is so loud. And it's just like, you're trying to concentrate. You're trying to remember the rules. You're cold. You're bleeding. People don't see that blood sometimes because your hands are so wet that they're just opening up. Yeah. Yeah. Skin is just breaking down on them. It's disgusting. Yeah. It is. It is disgusting out there. How did you do it uh, more than once? Oh, man. I was a kid who needed money (laughs) and was addicted to the attention. Is that honest enough for you? I think you would go so honest. (laughs) 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 But I've said no to TV shows. (laughs) Yeah, it really is. But I've said, I I honestly, I I love playing the game. Like, I love, there's just something about, like, leaving every single worry or care that you have to just figure out how to screw people over for the next, like, month, <laughs> you know? And that's, like, your sole focus is, like, I screw people over without getting screwed over. Like, that's only, your only one job. I, I enjoyed the game a lot. Like, when I got out, I was just, like, I played as hard as I could. Like, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I like that. And I like... uh the draw that I've had, I've said it many, many times, is I I love watching people, other people in that setting. I love knowing that people are going to break and that I'm going to have a front row seat to watching them break and that I can even count down. I can see the moment when they start to crack to the moment they break. So like for brutal. some reason, like it's so fascinating to yeah. me to like you hear somebody say something like, Oh, this guy's, oh, he's, he's on a downward slope. Now let's sit back and watch this. And then you'll just hear him like say something else. You're like, okay, he's about to crack. Hands he's down, really going to crack. The best. Well, yeah. I think for me, it was when I went off on Romeo. I when yeah. was one of my best friends, but to this day, that was my favorite moment on Island. Cause I went in and I was just like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you, you get to see people be so real. Yeah. Whether it's good or bad, you get to see them like, this is who they would be if they could choose to be a person. The hard players, the players that are playing hard and the players that are playing the win, they're the ones who are like showing their true everything. The ones that are sitting packed in the cut, like you don't really, you kind of forget about them. And then, you know, but, then they have a meltdown. Yeah. Or they never do because they not, they're never really talking about themselves or anything that's like truthful. And you could kind of read through it a little bit, but those hard players, man, we break so easily sometimes. Like when it's like, <laughs> <laughs> not me. I'm socially aware enough to know, oh, like, okay, I don't. I mean, my mask has come down actually. Yeah, where when you I got know forced to draw, like I got really- forced to draw rocks, and I did not. I was so mad about drawing rocks, so like I controlled this whole game, and now I'm drawing rocks here because my alliance didn't verbalize correctly to the person who's fourth that they're not fourth. And so I'm like fuming. And then when I didn't get the rock and somebody else did, I was like, your chair's over there. Point to the jury. Immediately, I was like, oh, I shouldn't have said that. That's bad. You start thinking like those, but you start like, you know. Yeah. 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 You start getting uh, like a little aggressive in those moments. And and yeah, it's, it's hard to hold back.
This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Experience the thrilling burst of delicious cherry flavor with the crisp and refreshing Pepsi Wild Cherry. Also available in zero sugar, diet, and mini cans. Pepsi Wild Cherry is the perfect way to indulge your wild side. From a Friday night binge watch to a raucous evening of pizza and sweatpants with your friends, Pepsi Wild Cherry lets everyone get wild their way. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. This episode is brought to you by Empower. You got money questions like, can I retire early? What are my best savings options? Can I afford to pay for my kid's education? Luckily, Empower has all the answers. With Empower's real-time dashboard and real live conversations, you get clarity on your real-life financial goals. So join 18 million Americans and empower what's next. Start today at empower.com. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Sponsored by Empower, not an endorsement or a statement of satisfaction by a client. This episode is brought to you by Lululemon. Guys, if you're ready for a new pair of pants, try one of Lululemon's ABC pants. They're made to make you look and feel good. And there's lots of different styles to choose from. My favorite, because I walk around LA every day, I like the joggers. I'm not jogging, I'm just walking fast. But if you're working out, I would try them out. And if you want something a little sleek, maybe business-like, maybe try the ABC Slim Fit Trouser, but I am a joggers guy. I just, once COVID happened, I was just like, I'm, I want to wear jogging pants and joggers and all kinds of soft pants as much as I possibly can, especially when I'm working out. Ultra comfortable and versatile. ABC Pants are really in a league of their own. Buy a pair right now at lululemon.com. We go into the challenge and pretty much everybody's convinced themselves that they're not going to step down for rice. Right. And uh, they see this uh, balance challenge where you're holding this thing up against this ball. It's two balls in a balance. Pretty standard uh, survivor ingredients. In the rain. In the rain, yeah. And Jeff proposes the idea and he already knows that they've all decided. So he's like, yeah, and I guess like, you know, here's rice, but it sounds like everybody wants to compete. Is there something different? And Lauren and Carson immediately are like, and it's hard because you don't want to be the first one because you don't want to be perceived as the person who's not trying. I believe that strategically there is a time and a place to take that rice, to take the food, to sit out of a challenge. Like definitely if you're doing it solely for the purpose of the food. Maybe if you absolutely have to have the food, sure. But you still should be able to spin it into a strategic positive for yourself. And if you can't, then you shouldn't sit. Then I should not have sat because I definitely just went for the food. <laughs> <laughs> but I think if you could be like, look, but this is for everybody and everybody needs to eat and I'm not just here for myself and I'm doing this, like, I think there's ways, but oh, I you, knew. I was like, well, no, no one buys that. I'm sitting out, you guys. Because for me, I totally get Lauren. I'm, I'm with them. Like, we need to eat. I'm gonna eat. I'm gonna get like some something going in my brain again because like I'm not really functioning correctly right now. And um, if you guys want to compete, you guys compete. But I'm gonna sit out here and eat and hope that they forget what happened when we get back and they're eating the rice and they're just great. We get Kane saying like it's a balance of reliance and competition and because they need four people. So he finally volunteers. And then 
nobody else volunteers. And I'm like, oh, here we go. Okay, everybody's going to compete. This is interesting. So it's going to be that way too. And it's going to be weird because the people who volunteered to sit out, but then didn't get to, is that like a check mark against them? Because I'm, I'm, if I'm like someone like Danny and I'm looking at Carson, who was just like, I, I want to sit out. And then he doesn't because it plays out this way. That's for me a reason to then target one of those people. Yeah, I would do that. Just be like, hey, these guys wanted, they didn't want to compete anyways. Let's send them home. I thought that that's how it's going to turn out, really. When at the beginning, when it was going that way, and I was like, oh, you know, like that's when it, that's when it can get tricky. But then yeah. if I notice, I wonder if you could say, no, actually, I want to play. I wonder if they would let them do that. Like say, okay, I'd rather just play. I thought Kane was going to do that. So we get Kane begrudgingly kind of like, oh, hesitantly, I'll, I'll, I'll sit out. And then there's not enough. Mm-hmm. And then Jamie raises her hand and she's like, I wanted to, but actually, no, I'm not going to. And that's when I thought Kane was going to be like, so actually, I'm going to play too. But instead, we get Heidi yeah. saying, I would I have sit out. probably like, because it was different for us. But if it had been going that way, I would have been like, actually, can I just go back in and play? I would have asked to go back into play. So I'm not like the only one or two that's out. 100%. I think you have to. Like, I thought that's what Kane was going to do. It would have been great if Kane did that. And then Heidi at the same time was like, I'll sit out. And then Kane was like, Ugh. like mm-hmm. everybody's just like up and down. This challenge, uh, uh, I think a lot of times people are asking about the fairness of challenges and stuff. And this one, because you didn't see him draw for spots and Jeff didn't say that, uh, I have to assume that it was the balance and the height of the where you balance yeah. the ball against the post was set to your, your height. personal measurements, yeah. right? That's a little behind the scenes thing for people is if there's something that height is an advantage, generally they'll be you like, okay, Drea, yeah, Drea, you're on red, Tyson, you're on yellow, Riley, you're on blue. Uh, and then you'll notice that there's some inconsistencies mm-hmm. based on your own heights against each other. Yeah. So uh, we get the classic Franny versus Danny showdown again in the balance here at the end uh, with everyone else. Uh, She's surprising me. Yeah, she is. Is it surprising that everyone's cheering for her and nobody seems to be cheering for Danny? No. <laughs> <laughs> what are Did you thinking of your Danny? <laughs> no, it didn't surprise me. But I was like, why are you going to be that obvious with who you're uh, uh, like? Is there a benefit they're to so cheering? Bold. Like, they're so bold. Like. I get it if you want to spite Danny, like, okay. Or if, like, for some reason, me cheering for Franny is going to be better for my long game. like. But that's how they've been this season. Just cheering. Yeah, it's very interesting. For me, my season, I was cheering for everyone, even if I didn't like them. Yeah. I was just saying the name. Go. Yeah, I cheer for no one. Go. Ever. You can't be the only one not cheering, though. I and love everyone to just cares sit there. nowadays. Yeah. Like they're all their classmates. Like it's, it's true. Even if they're their, your enemies or your frenemies, you're like yeah, you have to, you have to. Yeah, it's like the social norm out there now, where you can't be the one not rooting people on. If you're not the one, shoot, yeah, they're it's like true. It's true, and it does pain me. Like those are the moments that are honestly the most challenging for me on Survivor, where it's like fuck, <laughs> I got to cheer, and now I'm going to be on TV cheering like I'm at like a little peewee soccer game. <laughs> it's true. It's true. And it does pain me. Like those are the moments that are honestly the most challenging for me on Survivor where it's like, fuck, I got to cheer. And now I'm going to be on TV cheering like I'm at like a 
little peewee soccer game. And you know they always put like your voice on, like you're the only one cheering for your enemy. That's like the worst part. Like it was everyone out here cheering, not just me, but they're like Dre is cheering for that person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Drea loves it. Dre is so happy that these guys are winning and not her. Man, it is true. There's so many moments like that on Survivor where you just have to go along with the group. And they always do. But in your head, you're like, I hope that they don't show me doing this on TV. And it's nothing big. It's, it's nothing big. It's nothing bad. It's just like, yeah, they always do. They always do. They always showed my face because my face would just like give it away all the time. You don't. You didn't like that? I did. You did. Yeah. Let the people know. Yeah. Let the people know. Exactly. Because then you're like clapping, but you're like rolling your eyes. Then people know. Yeah. She doesn't care. She just has to clap because everyone else is clapping. How quickly after Danny said Scout's Honor did you com- know that Danny was lying completely? Oh, as soon as he said it. Yeah, right? That's like the surest way to let someone know you're lying. I promise you that like... To reassure them twice that they're fine. Once you re- have to reassure twice, you know <laughs> that that's a lie. Yeah, like, no, 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 I got you. Got you. Yeah. Scout's Honor on, on, on my kids, like whatever it is. Yeah. When, when people would say that or like, or like yeah. on the Bible... Yeah. In my season. And you're like, <laughs> okay, she's voting for me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Here she comes. Yeah. yeah. That's, a, that's, you may as well broadcast that you're coming for me at yeah. that point. Like, shit, we're going to do something now. Yeah. And, and you said on your, on your season, they promised not to vote you guys out when you went for Rice and you believed them. Yeah. Did you believe them? I did because the person who like set the rule of not going out was Mike and Mike people kind of like respected Mike as like a father figure and I feel like and Mike said it and Mike kind of played with his heart the same way that I did so I I knew that like okay he's not going to come for me at least this one vote because I trust Mike yeah and I think that is tricky because you do like you also if you're sitting out you want to believe so even if you uh, like came he knows that yeah. he probably can't believe him, but he's hoping that he can still. And he's just like, oh, I hope that I can. <laughs> we go back to camp after the challenge. Everyone is so pumped for rice. Were you this happy when you got your rice? Oh, my God. I remember I was like, we have to like prep the water still. You know, like you start thinking like everything, how long, how long it's going to take. Yeah, like it's like forever because you're having and then you got to get the fire going. And you're just like the person who has to get the fire going after you get that rice. Yo, they're like sweating because you're just all looking at them like, can you do it? And they're just like. (laughs) (laughs) So my very first season, we couldn't get fire going and they gave us these beans. So our plan was we just set the beans in a pot in the sun in water (laughs) for a day or two and then eat them. I would have done that too. We did it. Yeah. And one guy got really sick. I don't know if it was from the beans, but nobody else got sick. But uh, he was just they were weak. just crunchy. He was weak. Yeah, he's just weak. Yeah. <laughs> no, I would have done the same thing. People crunchy beans. Yeah. Like, oh, that rice, man. And then it starts, you put the rice in it, and you're just like waiting for it to start boiling or something. And then you start playing mind games with yourself. Like, is it actually going to get hot enough? Is the fire big enough? And people are just looking at the rice for so long. And then yeah. everybody's just watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the time comes. And the person who splits the rice has a big role. 
we were like, who's splitting up the rice? And no one wanted to say me. because. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because it is a big role, but the splitter has to choose last. Yes. Is that the Is that the rule there too? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So Riley, you probably don't know this. You got eight people there. You got a pot of rice. One person is in charge of portioning it, portioning it out in eight equal piles of rice. Mm-hmm. And then everybody comes in one by one. There's no real order to the choosing other than the last person has to take the only one left. So people just come in one by one once everything and they're like, I'll take this one. I'll take this one. Everyone is. Yeah. One more grain. I'm taking that. Yeah. 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 And then so if you're the splitter, you better get it as spot on as possible. (laughs) Otherwise, you are ending up with a very small portion. <laughs> no of one rice. wanted that roll. <laughs> Nobody does. I never took it. I cooked the rice. I could cook the rice no problem. Uh, I did not want the splitting roll because I never wanted to choose last and I didn't want the pressure on me. Plus, everybody's watching you split the rice mm-hmm. and they're like, well, more on that one. And you're like, I know, I can see I'm getting to it. You, you need more on now. You got to take some off that one. Put uh, everybody yep. wants to be in control of splitting, but nobody wants to be the hands that split. It's weird that they don't, they should air that part because that's a pretty like intense part of like, well, who wants to cook the rice? And someone's like, there's pressure to cooking yeah. it because if you don't cook it right, somebody complains. You better not burn the rice. Yeah. Or, or undercook it. Yes, exactly. And then it's yeah. like, well, who wants to proportion it out? And you're like, <laughs> yeah, everybody's waiting. And finally, somebody's like, I will. And then that becomes their role mm-hmm. for the majority of the season. And then when you come to the merge, there could be two or three rice splitters at the merge. Mm-hmm. And you got to choose one of the rice splitters to, to be the new rice yeah. splitter. Yeah, that's like a big yeah. thing. Like some people can use it at their advantage. They're like, but I cook for us. And you're like, it's just rice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why would you vote me out? I'm cooking the rice. Like everybody could cook rice. What? So let's say society crumbles, deteriorates completely. Uh, will, but there's unlimited rice. Yeah. Will the rice splitters be some of the most important figures in uh, the new society? Yeah, it's currency. <laughs> it's currency. They're the, they're the ones. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. they not only like the person who took care of our rice, she like she also knew where it was, and like if that rice got wet. We, we have some things to talk about. You know what I mean? Like, so if it's raining, we're, it needs to be put somewhere where it's not going to get wet. Like, you're, they're basically our bank. Like, they hold the currency pretty much. Right. Yeah. And, uh, man. And you were always like, I hope the rice splitter gives me a little extra. Oh, hands down. Or, yeah. <laughs> or I would like, look at the bowl. <laughs> There's a little left. <laughs> but then that was Romeo. Just... Romeo was always in yeah. eating it. Oh, yeah, I remember that that cut of him always picking at food. No, it was just like, and he was like my number one. I'm like, everyone knows you're eating the rice when we're all finished, Romeo. He's like, but what do you want me to do? I'm like, can you you like hide like and eat it? Like, you can't just eat it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he was picking at it before it was split and stuff, too. He was picking at it all all the time. Yeah. He was just always, and I knew he would go far because he was always eating when people weren't eating. And I could know, yeah. and I knew that because I wasn't eating because I couldn't eat that much. But people would like cut up their coconut and not eat it on the Romeo would eat it. Like <laughs> the the garbage disposal. 100%. But he was always the, the smallest. Yeah, one. the food cleanup. Yeah, he was. We also get a moment here at camp where 
Kane tells himself he wouldn't have won the challenge. That's what you have to tell yourself after you sit out for rice, right? I did that too. Yeah, you have to somehow <laughs> convince yourself I like, that you, I wouldn't have won. Was like, Did you it was smarter for me. There's no way. Yeah. I'm so yeah. weak. There is no way I would have won that. I did the same thing. <laughs> yeah. And did the rice wake everyone up? Did you notice an elevated gameplay right after everyone ate rice for the first time? Because Jam Jam here says like, oh, yeah. it woke me up and now I'm thinking, but everybody else is thinking It too. was like zombies being like brought back to life. It was super weird. Like... Yes, you. I because I sat back and I would just monitor the whole vibe and everything. A lot of times, we yeah. had rice. People started to get savage again. It was very interesting. Yeah, yeah. Instantly yeah. going out talking and stuff like that a bit more. Um, gameplay was intense, and then we ran out of rice, and then everybody went back down. <laughs> yeah, just like a boost, and then uh, caffeine hit for a day. Yeah. yeah. And we then the gameplay does start at that point. We get the three tribes like warring again. Yeah. And Tika really feels like they're in the middle. But then there's a certain point where uh, the two, uh, what is it, Rotu and, and Sika? <laughs> Ratu and Soka. Ratu and Soka. <laughs> Whatever. Which show Ratu are you and Soka. <laughs> Riley coming in for like the check. <laughs> what show? That's what he always That's He's the fact checker. Okay. I think it was really only Franny that was like, wait. Franny was the is, smart one. Right. Yeah. yeah. Is Tika she actually controlling Like, this? she honestly should have. Yeah. yeah. Well, because she could tell that they were the ones who were going to eventually be deciding the votes, right? Is that the clarity you get when you have the necklace uh, that, mean, that means you're immune? She's able to actually see the board? I don't know. No, I've it's never bold, had the it's necklace, the boldness. so I wouldn't know. Oh. Mm. You're bold. I've had the necklace. It's It's the boldness. It gives you, like, boldness to make a move and to step outside of the direction of the game to force your hand a little bit more. I know they should have listened to her. They should have. And it was like the second she said it, I was like, Ooh, she's on to him. And then Danny immediately shot that down and it didn't gather any steam. But I did. I, I honestly was like, what, what does that say for Franny's game? Is that as far as the edit is concerned, that is that good or bad for her that she said the right thing, pinpointed it, was able to see it, but wasn't powerful enough to make it happen. Only if Carolyn and um, Jam Jam don't find out. Because I feel like if they find out that she's onto them, they will be able to switch things up a bit. But she's smart. As soon as she said it, I was like, but I think Freddie's a very good strategic player. Yeah, I think so too. Drea, thank you so much for your time. Uh, Riley, Stay tuned, everybody. Riley and I are going to continue with the podcast drea again it's such a pleasure I gotta go good luck with everything <laughs> we'll chat soon bye see ya all right riley it's me and you all right let's let's uh unless 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 you want to step in as my guest and ashley wants to step in as my co-host have the uh have our listeners ever heard from ashley i don't know if they have i don't think so ashley <laughs> Hello, <laughs> everyone. This is Ashley. She is our producer and our editor. Uh, she also watches the show with us, so she is in the know. And she is uh, my co-host, and uh, with us today is my guest uh, Riley <laughs> McAtee, who uh, writes about the NFL uh, for uh, the Ringer. Ashley, how are you doing today? 
I'm doing pretty good. It's a nice good. rainy day in Denver, Colorado. So it's great. Oh, speaking of rain, mm-hmm. I was on Survivor. We would have liked to get your opinion on all of this, but we can't start this thing over, Ashley. So let's uh, let's go to Tribal Council here. We, I, I mean, the buildup to Tribal Council, we pretty much get that it's going to be probably a Danny versus Kane vote. Is that was that your feeling, Riley? Yeah, I mean, it was because Danny is a target because he made the big move. He's got the resume now, and of course that means immediately he's the one they want to cut down. And then Kane, well, it's just personal for Jam Jam, basically. Um, you know, they they want to flush Jamie's idol, idol potentially, but yeah. uh, Jam Jam's really pushing Kane because Kane wrote his name down. Do you like, uh, let's go back a second. Do you like when Jamie was laughing super hard about her still having her idol? Oh, yeah. I thought that was, I thought she was getting voted out for with, sure. With at that the, moment. with the like editing too, where they, they like slowly finally flash it on like one fake idol uh, on the yeah. screen. It's a real bummer that it, it, you know, not, not to get ahead of ourselves, but that it goes home in this episode. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's two, that's two fake idols that went home this season without uh, the person carrying them realizing that they, Never had a real idol. They just feel sick to their stomach about it until they get to Ponderosa and they're like, that was a fake idol. And they're like, so glad I didn't play that and look (laughs) like a doofus. Yeah, so it does look like it's going to be this Danny versus Kane. And I'm thinking, no way, Kane. Why, like, Carolyn's right. Like, Kane isn't a threat and Jam Jam's pushing his agenda that he actually is. We go to Tribal Council and we get like Heidi's asked if she's still feeling good about sitting out for the rice. And I think that's like a question, like after you've eaten, obviously there's going to be some regret to sitting out for the rice. No. Yeah. I, I, I thought it was interesting that everybody had the same kind of, they were like, once we ate the rice, it was like the light bulb turned on and we were able to strategize. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that too, that, and, and I also thought it was interesting that jam jam was able to note that. Yes. We get, Jeff talking to Kane about the four people being told they were safe and how he feels about that. And Kane's like, oh, I don't believe that. Is that smart of him to say? Like, I know that you don't believe it, but do you still at this point have to be like, I believe everything they tell me? Uh, I don't I don't think I think it was so obvious that that was a lie, especially coming from Danny, who then immediately admits that it was a lie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That there, there's no reason to keep the facade up. Ashley, did you, as soon as Danny said he was a scout's honor, were you like, oh yeah, he's a boy scout? Did you think like, oh, that makes sense. He's probably a boy scout. I immediately knew that he was definitely not a boy scout. (laughs) 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 You just tell, I was like, hmm, he's going to vote for him. That's a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that too. I thought he, I, I thought he has no, he's not going to prove to Kane that he's a trustworthy person in this moment. He's like doing the opposite and he has no intention. Mm-hmm. He has no intention of keeping his word. But still, part of me was like, maybe he is a Boy Scout because I think he's a firefighter. And I think like yeah. those firefighter police guys a lot of times do have like a Boy Scouts background. Mm. And so there was part of me that was like, maybe he is a Boy Scout. Even, even if he were, though, I don't think uh, his it Scouts honor will mean anything to him. It's not <laughs> worth anything. No. I mean, I'm kind of, I did some scouting uh, growing up and I even used uh, Scouts Honor to betray people, not even in the game of Survivor, like in <laughs> real life. In life. <laughs> 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 oh, 
So, yeah, I like I like Danny a lot. I feel like that he's the type of player that Survivor needs more of, which is he's just unafraid to to go play versus yeah. Even though that gets you a huge target on your back, he could play such a more defensive game, and he's like not interested in doing so. And it's all it'll almost I think it might actually work out for him because he's so transparently self-interested and untrustworthy that it, people might start to say, ah, he's such an easy target or maybe he won't win that he actually might get further unless they start thinking, oh, he's actually got the resume and all the rest of us have done nothing. Yeah. You think so? You think he, so you think he's here for the long haul? I, I just, I hope so. Cause I enjoy watching people, players like him versus players who are more like, oh, let me sit back. Let me like hang on to my advantage you know, I'm not going to play it for somebody else the way that Danny did. I'm going to play it at like final six or final five and then hope I win immunity and then hope I win fire making and then hope I win the game. Like that's sort of, I think a, a popular strategy right now is just wait till the end, make one big move and use that to kind of get you over the hump. Like last season, it was like we ended up with a final three and none of them made like any big moves at all which is like the worst version. And a lot of times we end up with a final three with like one person who made one big move. And Danny's yeah. like, I'll just make as many moves and see what happens. Yeah. I, and he even says as much, like he's not going to sit back. He's going to like, he's going to make bolder moves. Yeah. He even's like, I could have saved my idol and sent Franny home and still had my idol and been safe, but I didn't. He also makes this point where he's like, everybody who got rice did it in self-interest and he's like if you sat for rice but then you didn't get any rice only the people who didn't sit were the ones that got the rice nobody would sit is there a scenario in the game of survivor where someone would sit out in order for the others to get some type of benefit Mm, has there been an instance some like something like that before i feel like they're i think there probably has been i think it's always for the whole tri- the tribe the merge whole, or something their people had to sit yeah. out and then everybody else got it but they needed one person to sit out i think that's what they said oh i think brad Culpepper was on a season where they said hmm. if one person sits then the rest of you can have this and i think Brad Culpepper like volunteered or something like along those lines. So it has happened, but still that's, I mean, it happens, but it's strategic. But I think there are strategic instances where you would do that. I feel like they, they could have gone the other way with this and been like the only the people who sit out get rice and maybe made it even better. Like, yeah. Hey, only, only the people who sit out get it and it's not rice. It, PB&J okay. or like hamburgers. Maybe not PB&J because they just did that like the, the previous episode. I mean, they've but, done those uh, where you sit out and you get to eat. That's true. So, you sat out one yeah, of those. Yeah, I sat out one of those eat. and it was worth it. <laughs> but like, yeah, I mean, maybe you could come up with some twist where it is. But in those instances, I think like the double reward is you get the rice from the people sitting out, but you still also get to compete. Like they're in a better position. They got more from it yeah. than the people who sat out and just got the rice. So for me, that's always like the 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 tough spot is like if I sit and I get rice, that's well and good. But they did get to compete for immunity and get my rice. And that's why I would never yeah. sit out for rice for the tribe like that. 
maybe you need a good rice splitter who's going to give more to the people who actually that, sat No, out that's part of it. Less. That's happened. That definitely happens. Yeah. For sure that happens. Like, okay, these four, they get to eat first. These four get like double portion. These four, you know, that, that definitely, definitely happens. I don't know if it happened here, but there are instances when like if you earned some, but unless it's universally agreed upon, you don't ask for it. Like Yule came in, he's like, I got two fish, but I'd like to trade one of these teeny tiny fish in exchange for an extra cup of rice. And everybody's like, no, you don't get to do that. And why would you even uh, offer such an absurd thing? Like you can't, you can't offer that as a benefit for yourself. But if somebody else is like, give this person extra rice for the extra fish, then it's fine. So yeah, that's the rules. I don't make the rules. That's just like, it's just like part of being a human. Like that's a pretty human, normal thing in society even, right? You can't go and be like, I determine that I get a raise. No, that's not how it works. Uh, I, I wish, wish to. Yeah. Man, we'd be so rich, us three. Can you imagine? I think once you get like board seats and stuff, that is actually how that it works. That is how it works. The or become the board, a politician. Or the CEOs yeah. for the other companies. Yeah. Okay. So that's what we're aspiring to. Yeah, do you know who sets the uh, the salaries of Congress? <laughs> Congress does. <laughs> Man, they got such a sweet gig. Yeah, so Kane doesn't agree with this. I don't necessarily agree with Danny saying that if if you weren't getting rice, people wouldn't sit. I think there's reasons and there's uh, instances where it would make sense. Jamie it says like this is showing how people play this game, like based on their decisions and like. Are they self-interested? Are they interested in the tribe as a whole? Are they there for themselves? I think there is some validity to that, but you're also playing Survivor where you're trying to be devious and you know make yourself out to, to be acting in the interest of uh, the majority when in reality you're, you should be self-interested. I mean, I think that they all, they, they're all making a somewhat of a strategic play at yeah, least there. Or right? trying they to. It doesn't matter how hungry they are. If they feel like they can win and that they might need to win, they're going to compete. Yeah. Ashley, if you could choose to be on a chaotic season of Survivor or a chill season of Survivor, which one you choose in? A chaotic season. You are? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like if I'm going to go all the way to Survivor, it's got to be interesting, right? It's got to be a little yeah. wild and crazy and even if I'm like, well, this is the worst thing I've ever been through. I think I, <laughs> I'd rather do that than just have a good time and just go to, I could go to island today if I want to, but I can't be on that. What, what if at the end of the island trip, you got a million dollars? Oh. Yeah, that's the difference. That's, I think that's a good difference, honestly, I think. Yeah. Mm. No, I still would want to be on a chaotic version yeah. of Survivor just because it just seems more fun. I, th- I think... I think new players in general would choose that, but I think a multiple returning player, like for me, I'm like, let's let it be straightforward and chill because I can control it and I can figure things out and then I can get to the end. And That's fair. And, yeah. That makes sense. I think like for the first time you go, it's got to be chaotic. And then if you keep returning, then like, let's like relax a little bit. Let's like, okay, yeah. I understand what's happening now. Yeah. Tyson, what was what? your most chill season and what was your most chaotic season? Were um, any of the seasons chill? This is maybe the first question. <laughs> he, no, none of them were chill. Probably Winners at War was most chaotic. Yeah. The chillest one was Blood versus Water. But I think that's because a winner's perception 
is that it's probably more chill because getting handed a million dollars at the end of it all uh, chills your experience <laughs> way out. <laughs> pretty chill. <laughs> yeah. You're just like, wow, that was pretty chill and not too hard, honestly, if we're being real. But like, that's because everything worked out the way like it was supposed to. So yeah. I think that like, even whoever's at the end of this thing and wins the money, they're probably going to be like, yeah, like things went in my favor in some things, but it wasn't honestly like too crazy. Everything like seemed to work out. And so that's partly probably got to be on me. And uh, yeah, so I, I would say that. I would say that that's, uh, yeah. Uh, token chains wasn't too crazy, honestly. Yeah, I would. I mean, Winners at War was chaotic. Blood ver or Heroes and Villains, but only I was only there for a short time, but it did get it wasn't chaotic at all. And then it just got super chaotic uh, instantly. Yeah. Do you think that with all these new twists and advantages and everything that it is more chaotic actually? Or do you think that the personalities can dictate the chaos without all the advantages? From my perception as a viewer, I think it's very chaotic uh, because of all the advantages, because of the, the 26 days instead of 39. So there's kind of less time to like smooth over any cracks that are are happening and then also just because of the cast and because of the the level of gameplay and how people are thinking you don't have a lot of you know in past seasons of survivor there were some people who just were not doing strategy out there they were yeah. they were cast for other reasons and now every single person out there understands the game wants to make some moves uh even if, even if like i was saying earlier they wait till the end they still you know have an understanding of like, oh, there are advantages and we need to split the vote and we need to whatever. Whereas, you know, there was a period of time where splitting the vote was like a novel idea and you had to really get people on board. And, yeah. Um, that's just not the case anymore. Yeah, that is true. That is true. You do just, you hunt for idols, you hunt for advantages, you try to get advantages, you'll always split the votes uh, as like an insurance policy almost all the time. Ashley, do you like this live tribal council where people stand up and start whispering and uh, trying to make sure that everybody's story is straight? I mean, I I kind of both hate it and love it at the same time. Like, I love it in terms of like, you know, being an audience member, just like watching like, oh my God, this is crazy. But I feel like that's so frustrating. And it feels like a bunch of like, if you watch kids and they're like talking about you, in front of your face that's what it feels like like <laughs> oh my god you're talking about me and now i'm like sitting yeah. there like uh. so i can only imagine how it makes everybody feel it just feels probably horrible yeah that if you're not in it it does uh, yeah. it's, it's like i know they're talking about me but what i don't know what they're saying and if i butt my face in there yeah. that's worse <laughs> for me so i just have to sit here and let them talk about me knowing they're talking about me and exactly. not like i don't know it's this time they put subtitles. Sometimes they don't put any subtitles, so you don't know what's going on, and it's a huge surprise. And I've decided for myself I don't like that as a viewer. Uh, and in game, it's very chaotic. Like this, the, a live tribal council is very chaotic. With yeah. the subtitles, I've decided I don't like it much more either. Uh, but I get it. I get that everybody's paranoid. I get that everybody's trying to mask their intentions. And then I get that somebody's masked their intentions too well. And then the people that trusted in that person are now second guessing that person, even though that person was like, I'm going to go to tribal council. I'm going to play it like I'm not with you, but I am with you, but I'm going to play it like I'm not. Don't get worried. And then they get into the tribal council and, and then everybody's like, 
maybe they're not with us. I can't tell anymore. So then they have to start whispering and second, you know, double check with everybody. And then it can screw things up. We pretty much get the end of that live tribal council with Kane telling people to vote Danny. He also told Jamie not to play her idol, which I thought was him wanting to keep it for himself. And in that moment, I was like, oh, maybe he's sending Jamie home and going to keep the idol for himself, even though it's a fake idol. He doesn't know it. And we go to time to vote. Riley, Jamie uses her extra vote here. Yes. Yeah. Lauren's extra vote. Mm -hmm. Okay. And who did she put it on? She she put both of her votes on Heidi, which was Ratu's plan was to split the votes between Heidi and Danny. Yeah. And they had all of the, all of Tika was voting Danny, which I guess is, it, it wouldn't really matter if they had split it or not. But Tika, that was the, the plan from Ratu's perspective was yeah. Tika would vote Danny. Tika did not vote Danny, they voted Kane. Because he's the bigger threat. Yeah, and I think they wanted a Ratu gone. And they, I mean, they don't know it, but they flushed Jamie's idol, which yeah. they also don't know was fake. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, but great. And they flushed the extra vote. So they got all of Ratu's hardware out of the game. Man, it was crazy. So we get two votes Kane, two votes Heidi, a vote for Jamie, and then we get a vote for Danny, and this is where my head starts spinning. That Yeah, that vote for Danny had me going, wait, huh? <laughs> like, is it Danny? <laughs> That's where I was like, you don't see four votes very often for four different individuals. And then it goes Kane again, and then, yeah, and then a Heidi, and then Kane, Kane, Kane is gone. And he is super bummed because he, you can see on this moment where he's like, oh, I have Jamie's idol. This sucks for her too. Like, I think there was a split moment because he, like, my perception of Kane at this point is he is too kind. Is that the word? Too loyal. He, like, there, and there's a part of you, like, especially a first time player where, you feel like this loyalty to these people who have been loyal to you and it's to a fault. And you don't realize that it's to a fault, but it is. And I think that Kane here is a good example of this where he's like bummed that he took Jamie's idol. And even in his closing statements, he's like, the thing that sucks the most is that I left with my closest allies idol in my pocket. And then in the closing statement, enjoy the rice, you bitches. I think that's very... Yeah. (laughs) I saw Alice Cooper once in co- in concert and these people were waiting outside where his bus was parked to like get an autograph or a picture with him. Uh, we walked from there to go eat dinner and then we walked back to our car parked at the venue and the people were still waiting there as Alice Cooper came out and he came out and everybody's like, picture, autograph. He goes, he didn't even acknowledge anybody, steps on the bus and I'm just walking past and I just yell, you're welcome for the money. And then, like, you could tell he kind of paused and then was like, eh, gets on the bus. <laughs> so uh, that that's what that that Kane yelling that uh, reminded me of. That's um, great. Any, anything else before we get into the superlatives? Um, and how come I, I can't really- say pu- superlative on my first try ever? <laughs> I don't know, man. Ashley, can we do something about that? Just go through all past episodes and, and just change uh, them all. Change them all. So I say on my to, first try. Want me to voice over it too? Yes, you just voice <laughs> over it for me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah perfect. 
<laughs> I don't understand why Franny voted for Jamie, other than maybe it was a stray vote, just in case things went really sideways. But otherwise, yeah. I don't. Their plan was Kane, and they got Kane. Yeah, that was it. It was interesting, and it it is weird in those moments, like when you're seeing four votes out there. Nobody's expecting there to be four votes. Like the only person that probably expected there to be to go like this was well, nobody. Because Franny is not expecting Danny's name to be written down, right? So everybody was probably a little shocked by one of the names written down. Yeah. Which yeah. is funny because now they're all gonna go back to camp and be like, what happened? Everybody's gonna have like a what happened conversation. Yeah. Yeah. This this feels like <laughs> A big kind of like lines are drawn. And also I think that Tika's sort of uh that their position as like being in the middle and the bottom or whatever with both sides thinking they're working with them, like that jig is up. But yeah. it is I think yeah. it is now like, oh wait, the They've Tika's have their control. Line. Yeah, yeah. They have definitely drawn their line. So and Franny is gonna come back and say, Danny, I told you so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's get into the superlatives. Got it. All right best move of the episode. I mean, I don't think the right person went home. Uh, but, that's because he was your winner pick. Yeah, but I changed it, remember? And I purposely oh, texted you so true. we had a paper trail. Oh, that's and true. I, yeah, you haven't shared the story yet. And I also tweeted it. I did tweet it. I did share the story. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. We'll get into the winner pick here. But I mean, I guess Jam Jam for... But I, like Tika's now in the hot seat here. And it's going to be easy now for Ratu and Sika to come back together as now not the majority to go against Tika. Like, I, I like this. I like that they're kind of bonded with tribes so heavily so that now they there's these three factions that are warring and it's just going to keep flip-flopping around. I, I Man, I don't know what the best move of the episode was. What do you have? Uh, I have Heidi not telling anyone about her idol. Yeah. Mm. And I was going to say that, but I was like, that's like a non-move move. Well, it happens. It's rare enough that I think it's similar counts. Uh, it's notable. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Ashley, what do you have? Um, I'm going to say whatever Danny did to get everyone to not look at him for today. Like, yeah. Yeah. Whatever he did to make Kane the main focus. Well done. Because he's Danny's the main guy they should be focusing on right now. So. Yeah, that is true. He's the scariest right now, right? Worst move? Worst move is Kane sitting out for rice. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's hindsight, obviously. But, you know, sitting out for rice, he didn't really seem like he wanted to that bad and that he was only going to do it for the group as a whole. And, like, that's the strategic balance is, like, is this going to benefit me or is this going to hurt me? So I think with the way the numbers were, were broke down, he shouldn't have sat for rice and he should have known not to. Yeah, I think like everyone other than Carson sitting for Rice, just because Carson seemed like physically he he could not go. So I guess yeah. it's fine to sit out at that point. But the rest of them, I think, I don't know why anyone would feel that they are comfortable in the game at this point. Right. I totally agree with, yeah, I don't know what they were thinking on that one. I, oof. Yeah, they're hungry. <laughs> yeah, they're, yeah. oh yeah, that's what they're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Favorite moment of the episode? I think Jamie laughing hysterically <laughs> about her still having the idol. Like an yes. uncontrollable amount of laughter, just constant stream of laughter about how great 
it is that she still has her idol and that almost nobody knows about it. I really thought she was getting voted out after that little blurb. Yeah, that that was fantastic. Yeah. It's too it's too bad that she lost the idol. Now we won't get any more of those. I know. But we might get like a big sob story of her losing the idol. Oh yeah, that'd be great. Or uh-huh. she might be hunting for the idol constantly knowing that it's gone now, thinking there's a new one out there. Mm-hmm. Like she yeah. could tell people that she had an idol and it's gone, or she could still lie and say that she still has it. Yeah. So what about you? Um, for me, I think uh, Carolyn trying to say S. <laughs> okay. <and> say- <laughs> that was pretty good too. Yeah. It took me like three three listens to finally be like, oh, she's trying to say S. Yeah. she's. Uh, I don't know if that's a Minnesota thing or a Carol- Carolyn thing. I'm not sure. Uh, maybe a mixture. <laughs> a mixture of both. Ashley, how about you? I'm going to go like the more sad and dramatic and beautiful moment when Carolyn was talking about her, you know, getting through her addiction. And I thought that was really sweet because we get lots of like really funny moments from her. And I was just, it's nice to see a a good, you know, moment like that with her. A more sombering, so- yeah, a more somber to moment. To it. Yeah. yeah and everybody loved it. Yeah. And Franny loves it right now. So yeah. I'm like, that's great for Carolyn's mm-hmm. game. So I just really liked seeing that entire thing. All right, winner picks. Tyson, t- tell tell your story. Tell tell people so, when you texted me. Like two or three nights ago, I would say maybe one or two nights ago, uh-huh. I just like woke up in the middle of the night and was like, Jam Jam should be my winner pick. He hasn't done anything too stupid. He's always had a correct read on things. He's hilarious. He does kind of, even though he's been playing from the bottom a lot, He's still kind of dictated the direction of the game to a certain degree as much as he can. And I just woke up and was like, Jam's Jam should be my winner pick. And if Kane hadn't gone today, I would have still told that story, but I would have stuck by Kane's side because I had him since day one. Uh, So now that Kane is gone, I just look like more of a prophet. So if Jam Jam now wins this thing, then I'm going to have to start listening to my dreams more. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley, how about you? So it was originally Carolyn because she's like falling under the radar and everything. But I'm going to say, I'm going to say Franny because she keeps surprising me throughout this entire competition. Like I didn't realize that she was going to be that good. I mean, she didn't realize it either that she was going to be that good at challenges. And I'm just yeah. kind of like, what else can she do to kind of accidentally win the entire game? So I'm into it. An accidental win. Those are sometimes the best. (laughs) She's like, oh, I didn't realize I was this good. (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) What? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Riley? I'll I'll stick with Carolyn as my official pick. I've had her for a few weeks now, but I I definitely agree that Franny, my Franny stock is, or the Franny stock is rising. I need to buy more Franny stock. Yeah. yeah, she she's impressive. I think now that she's out of the shadow of Matt, we kind of see her as a player, as an individual, and she's good. Last superlative, who is the next person going home? Carson. That's my pick. Oh. I think that Franny was onto something. She's going to go back, be like, Danny, I told you so. Danny's going to be like, you're right. And then they're going to target Tika. And I think Carson... Uh, is going to be perceived as the driving force, uh, the brains behind Tika, and he's gone. 
that that is exactly what I'm thinking too. Also, I I think that it will be a Tika, and I don't want to say Carolyn or Jam Jam. Um, so <laughs> I'm more happy sacrificing Carson. Yeah, sorry, sorry, Carson. Carson. Ashley, what do you think? I gotta agree? agree with Carson. Yeah. Plus, wow. he was like, wow. I think he said something about betrayal or something. Who could I betray next? And yeah. I feel like he's getting a little too, you know, he's feeling cocky. too easy going with it. You know, yeah, cocky. Yeah. So that's not good. Yep. Well, Never if all good. three of us said Carson, then it's definitely not going to be. He's him. winning. He's <laughs> winning <Yeah>. the game. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're welcome, Carson. Okay. I think that's it, right? That's everything. All right. Thank you all for tuning in. Ashley, thank you so much for filling in right at the end there. And a big thanks to Drea Wheeler as well. Until next week, this is The Pod Has Spoken. See ya. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.